somehow hang on onto the ball, finds Mentor in space, orders it up into the air, brought down now, this is it, now or never for Ghana, Bukhari makes his way into the box, he's delivered in, and the header, and the winner, they do find the breakthrough, and it is Inyaki Williams, who scores. I thank Kenny Digati Satellite, what he done to Confessor, we never see it. Yeah, Kennedy. Ghana for Munto Noma or Kennedy Diglett Satellite. Toro Martinez, Lionel Messi, Fernandez, Martinez, Messi! Alvarez, here's McAllister, Di Maria is the spare man, and how Di Maria, glorious goal, Argentine gold, that is just beautiful. Mbappe, Turam, Mbappe, oh wow, he is an awesome force of nature, brutal and brilliant, France just might, Mbappe with thrust, a president on his feet, a superstar re-enlivened, a nation re-infused with hope. I like to say Kim Faisal Lukaku. Anything can be possible. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do Yes. Thank you. Yeah, 26 minutes past six from the studios of Love 99.5 FM. Good morning, everyone. Welcome on board to your favorite Saturday sports talk show, Dabbed Kickoff Airborne till 9 a.m. when you cross over to Joy 99.7 FM to bring you news file. My name is Stephen Zando. Yesterday, this is what happened at the Babayara Sports Stadium. A few seconds more to go. Apia Nyama, can you do some magic? Apia Nyama, 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 Nyama. Dizzles and dazzles. Turns around, looks for options, finds Gideon Mensa on the left hand side. Gideon. He intends to find Asimaru. 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 Gideon. Sentinel along cross. Gideon. Finally! 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 The boy that was born in Bucks, the boy that grew up in Bucks, to Ghanaian parents, 
has finally opened his account. And what an important goal that was. Great stuff here at the Babayana Sports Stadium. The Black Stars of Ghana have finally scored. Inaki. And guess the man who scored? Inaki Williams. What a way to get your first goal for the Black Stars of Ghana. I mean, the goal that of Madagascar. The Madagascar is still Ghana one. Referee! Yeah! It's an all important win from the Ghanaians to open their account in the World Cup selected for 2026 in the USA, Mexico, and Canada. But that elusive goal finally came on the 95th minute. But from who? Who else? What a story football, right? That boy that was born in Bucks, far away from Ghana, and played in Bucks, who said he never felt Ghanaian, finally got a goal for Ghana. Zato. Oh, thank you very much, FIFA, my friend. Great commentary by all standard. Great second half performance from the Black Stars of Ghana. Ghana off to a flying start because, I mean, the Black Stars of Ghana just defeated the barrier of Madagascar in the 2026 FIFA World Cup qualifiers. And just look at that. Just feel the celebration here at the Babayama Sports Stadium. Every Ghanaian inside the stadium is excited. Inaki Williams finally getting his first goal for the senior national team, the Black Stars of Ghana. We've got four minutes to hit the top of the 6 p.m. I know we'll be crossing over to Joy 99.7 FM to bring you Ghana Connect. But quickly, let me interact with Ghanaians. Once again, I've got the general manager of Eswateman FC, Eric Alajinede, with me here. Eric, you are going home and you are smiling. Tell me, how do you feel now? Well, the feeling is, is undescribable. I mean, Charlie, because I was like, Madagascar are going to draw this game over here. I can't believe it. But I was so optimistic that even in the 94th minute, I just told someone standing by me that in the 94th minute we will score. And the goal just came. It's a great feeling. Thank you very much. Exdo, quick one. Your assessment of the Black Stars of Ghana against Madagascar. Wow, this was not much expected. But I think Naki has rewritten his name, his name in gold, whatever Google who is. I'm greeting him and I'm sending this boat to him. He said, catch him to protest many of So that was um, what happened yesterday at the Barbarian Sports Stadium when Inaki Williams finally scored his first goal for the Black Stars of Ghana. And guess how he scored the goal? Last minute equalizer for Ghana against Madagascar. The barrier of Madagascar in a 2026 FIFA World Cup qualifier on the stroke of full time he equalized to make sure that the Black Stars of Ghana you know get a three maximum points in the end so as we speak in Ghana's featured group I we've got three points Comoros has got three points as well as Mali who defeated um, Chad yesterday by three goals to one So today's show is all about the Black Stars of Ghana, their performance against the barrier of Madagascar yesterday at the Babaira Sports Stadium. How did you see the performance of the stars? Send me a WhatsApp message now on the WhatsApp number 055 Rate the performance of the Black Stars of Ghana yesterday. 055 Inaki Williams. Wow. What a game he had yesterday. I think he played so well, even without the goal. He was virtually my man of the match. Maji Arshmeru. Chris Wooten has been speaking on all these players. You're going to hear from him on today's edition of Kickoff. Yeah. 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 
look at the other calf World Cup qualifier that we played yesterday. I'm bring you the details. Mali won, like I stated earlier. Cameroon was also defeated Central Africa Republic by four goals to two. We got the details for you. Ivy Coast. Hey! Nine. Nine nil against the show. We got the details for you on today's edition of Kickoff. It is going to be a weekend of interesting football activities on the African continent. Specifically in Ghana, because in the Ghana Premier League, we are into week 11 already across the various centers here in the country. Asante Kotoko. Tomorrow at the Babayara Sports Stadium at exactly 3 p.m., we'll be playing defending league champions, Media Master Sporting Club. We've got the details for you. Dr. Prosper Gumnati versus Augusta Evans Adote. Kotoko here to win a game in their last three matches in the Ghana Premier League. We've got the details for you. And of course, on today's edition of Kickoff, we're going to speak to some officials of these clubs and officials of the Ghana Football Association as well. We've got Ghana will be playing Comoros away from home in the next game in the World Cup qualifiers. Accra has a fucking the Ghana Premier League. They'll be playing Accra Lions. Details coming up around the world. Euro qualifiers. England beat Malta by two goals in eight. Italy won by five goals to two against North Macedonia on Thursday. Spain beat Cyprus. Portugal won over Liechtenstein. Guess the man who scored. Cristiano Ronaldo. He just can't stop scoring. Fantastic player by all standards. So guys, these are many more issues coming on board on today's edition of Kickoff. My name is Stephen Zando. I'm in here with my man, Fifi Manfred Javier Clemente. And of course, we are live on Facebook at LUV99.5. FM. can of the man, Mr. Joel Labby. I've seen you, Francis, also in there. The show is being produced by Mr. Andiade. So these are many more issues coming on board. The WhatsApp number is 055 Please, you are playing. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you once again together as our answer God. Father, we thank you once again. You bring us so far to, up to this program. We all praise you. We all thank you. We are here for the second part of the, our activities. We ask your blessing and your presence we have to control everybody for whatever you are come to do. Right? We ask your presence and your merry presence to everybody. Guide everybody. Hmm. You're still live on your superstition. Love 99.5 FM. The program is kick off. Let me say good morning to you, Fifi Manfred. <laughs> Fee. <laughs> Why are you smiling like that? Is it because Ghana won yesterday? No, I just said, I'll see something. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. Mm. <laughs> His microphone is off. Okay, okay, that's good. <laughs> but definitely, I will be it anyway. <laughs> you, you say you do. Oh, you want to say it? Guys, we are live on Facebook, eh? And this is the moment um, Inaki Williams scored a goal. And, and, Charlie, the feeling. Oh, my goodness. Kumasi delivered the, 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 the commentator virtually lost the voice. I'm talking about Fifi Manfred yesterday in commentary position. Just look at that. My goodness. I hope you're fine, Fee. Yeah, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Mm. Prof, good morning, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm fine. Mm. We thank God, we thank God. Yesterday yes. you were at the Babaya Sports Stadium. Yes, and, uh, yeah. You had a commentary with Fifi Manfred. Very nice feeling. Yeah. Yesterday, you know the time I go home. But obviously, we're closing the evening, so... Yeah, so mm. I go home around 11 p.m. yesterday. 
Wow. Oh, wow. Yes, 11 p.m. And you have to come back around yes. 5 a.m. Yes. Yes. For, 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 for God and country. Some of us some of us are very passionate about the things we do. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Me, everything that I do, everybody who knows me knows that I'm very, very passionate about everything that I do. Mm. Whether, I, whether when I'm teaching or whatever I do, I'm very, very mm-hmm. passionate about it. Mm. But I'm telling you for a fact, and you know that me, I come here because of you, Della, Mm. And some few friends that and, I have, and the listeners, of course, and, and, and the listeners, and some few friends that I have. At yeah, Love of FM. course, yeah. That's why I moved from Insha mm. to 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 Love FM to help yeah. with the program. But I'm telling you today that it will not be long before you you don't see me here again. You see oh, me, you know, you know, you know me. Listen, listen, me, me, me. I don't listen. Me, I don't, I don't. I'm not the type who. Listen, please, let me make my point. I'm not the type who. Want to sweep things out of the carpet? Yeah, you know, I, I understand. But you, let, if 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 I decide to do something, I do it exactly, with all my heart. Exactly, with, with, and with I, I know you are passionate about your job. But I'm telling you that, yeah, prof, prof, you see, you see, a time will come uh, very soon uh, that you not see me here again. Oh, prof, hold on, hold on. We'll not get to that point anyway. And um, that was Javier Clemente yesterday. He was excited at the Mabaya Sports Stadium, guys. Guess what, Ghana? But look, why why should we be here in the first place, celebrating? A hard-fought win against Madagascar. Ghana against Madagascar. Today's show is 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 for the listeners. You're gonna open the phone lines for the listeners to come through with their views, their thoughts, and word of view. Doctor Safwaje is going to be raised on the telephone. We're gonna to speak to him on Ghana's performance yesterday at the Babaya Sports Stadium as well. Mafi, first of all, I have described the game as a game of two halves. The first half was for um, the Malagazis. It was clear, even when. We brought out the match facts after the first 45 minutes from Flasco. They were leading in terms of possession, shot on target, and word of view. Would you agree with me that it was a game of two halves? Yeah, it was yesterday's game was definitely a game of two halves. I think um, if there was ever a day where you could describe a game as such, it was yesterday's game mm. where the Malagasy's essentially played as if they were those playing at home in the first half. They dominated the game, they were much more comfortable. Um, they, they, they had and there are two center backs, Fontaine and then Nirani. Mm. Very, very comfortable on the board. There were times where Ryan will drop from the middle of the park to receive the ball 10. Um, they will find options. Their goalkeeper, Melvin and Ryan, mm-hmm. <coughs> sorry, was essentially on a holiday. The whole of the first half, he enjoyed himself um, whilst he was playing here. Their coach had said in the lead up to the game that they, were, they are not tourists, they are, they are not coming here to just come and enjoy the sun here in Ghana. But they are yet to win the game and play f- good football. But while they were playing football, they were also enjoying our stories to an extent because they were not under pressure. We sat back in a 4-4-2 mid-block. We were not pressuring them. We allowed them to have the ball. They dictated the pace of the game. We didn't put them under pressure. They played out on the back. They had spaces. And we failed to close them down. So in the first half, it was all for the Malagasy's. They played some good football and they showed that they decided are building something. They decided to have kept their team together for a very long time. They had some very, very good moments in the game. And that is the point where anybody could say that. Mm. And every Ghanaian was worried. I was worried in commentary position. Yeah, yeah. You could hear, you could feel the the the, the dismay across the Barbara Sports Stadium. Mm-hmm. You could feel people sitting on tank talks, mm. for people uneasy. In the Barbados, the disappointment, yeah, disappointment, journalists and fans alike. 
almost everybody was worried that um we our backs our back are against the wall as, a, as 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 the Ghana Black Stars and as Ghanaians that we were. Again, it is one game that regardless of how much people um say that okay our black stars isn't there yet, Kumasi fans consistently do turn up, mm-hmm. consistently do show up, and then they they, they they show up and then they partake in the action. Mm-hmm. Yesterday they were vociferous, even when the team was down, you could tell that they were worried, and there's a, a, a set of crowd that love their black stars. But in the first half, hundred mm-hmm. percent was yeah. for the Malagasis. In yeah. fact, they should have been up in the first half. Really? They should have they, they had, they had, they had chances in the first half. Mm-hmm. They had chances that took a ricochet um, off Nicolas Opoku with some last stage defending. They had chances they opened us up at some point. Richard Ofoy was out of his lines. They cut the ball back mid-air. The, the, defend, the player failed to connect to that. They had glaring openings up front to make sure that they, they, they take the lead. Mm. But then they weren't able to take it. So yes, in, in the second half, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, the Ghanaians sprang into some life. Mm-hmm. And I think that what did the trick? The introduction of Denis Odoi and Majira Shimeru. Yes, yes, and also a slight tactical change that I didn't see in the first half. So in the first half, we were not pressing the Malagasis. In the second half, we saw for me the importance of Antoine Semenyo in our team. That job is to go ahead and lead the press, to be the press trigger, to be aggressive on the press, to push up very high and wide, and then press the Malagasis. So the Malagasis in the second half were not able to play out from the back. They would rather go in for long balls. They would go for the long kicks. We will win it because we had two big bulky centre-backs, um, Nicolas Opoku and Mati to start with. Yeah. Later on, Kasim Nuhu was on. Yeah. He's also as big and domineering and dominant yeah. at the back um, as, as Amati. Mm. And that's when we began to play the football. Yeah. Also, we had mentioned in pretty much that we needed a progressor. Mm-hmm. We needed somebody... We didn't have in the first half. Yes. We didn't, we didn't have a natural progressor. We had two um, DMs whose profile are essentially to be careful. So, Baba Idris, Baba Idris who, yes, we'll go for the, the, the careful pass, the mm-hmm. easy pass. Mm-hmm. The pass that is not going to be, um, the pass selection will not be one that is um, that is high risk, high reward. Mm-hmm. Ashimeru, his mm-hmm. bread and butter is to go for high risk, high reward. In the first half, Idrisu was the deepest. He receives the ball. He doesn't, he doesn't, find the confidence in finding Salas in between the lines. Mm. So he goes um, um, square to his right back, to his left back. Goes square back to passes. Back. Yes. And then we, we're just circulating the now, ball but Fifi, in for, there. For, for, for Baba Idrisu, yeah. I, I may agree with you, but Salas cannot progress ball. No, but so Salas will be important in progression if the first receiver mm-hmm. sends the ball to him in between the lines. So you realize in the first half, mm. Salas was ahead of Baba. Yeah. Baba was the deepest. Yeah. So Salas is supposed to be confident enough baba is supposed to be confident enough to find salis in between the lines mm. again i have issues with salis again salis's movement and mobility when baba was on the ball wasn't good enough mm-hmm. now you realize that immediately ashimeru comes on came on yesterday ashimeru becomes um the fathers and mm-hmm. then he salis becomes the deepest in front of the back line mm-hmm. now, ashimeru is consistently moving away because he realizes that the malagasis will try and block passing lanes to him but he consistently moves away, consistently finds space to, for the ball to pass to be passed to him. He shows up for the ball. He receives the ball also in deep areas and then progresses forward. Quite apart from that, it is not the job that Ashimeru did in the first phase that did the trick for us. Mm-hmm. It is essentially the job that he did in combination playing the second phase from outright. Okay. Realize that immediately Dennis Odoi came on mm. from outright. Dennis Odoi will keep the weight very high and wide. And we have 
occasionally our wingers coming in so Inaki will cut in in those areas but Ashimeru consistently will come and combine with them on the wide area with a good one touch pass what they call a wall pass here and then they will make the darting run inside it was so important in fact, it is what led to the the goal that we scored. Mm. The ball came from Ernest Apian Nyama so, on the so, other so side. So the highlight is live on field. This exactly. is the goal Ghana scored. Yeah. So the the, the so I think it was started from Ernest Nyama. Yes. So the ball came from Ernest Apian Nyama from the other side. Mm-hmm. It came into the middle mm-hmm. to Gideon. Mm. And he it gave is, it to Osman Bukhari. Yes, Osman Bukhari. But it is the presence of Ashimeru mm-hmm. that made that goal. So Apian Nyama now on the ball. Mm-hmm. It was going to go to. Um, Gideon, um, Mensah. Gideon Mensah. Gideon to he was Osman Bukhari. No. So Gideon here has found Ashimeru actually. This is Ashimeru. Okay. Once Ashimeru comes So Ashim- Ashimeru, I was, I was even blaming him. Why was he pulling out of the, the creative scene? I mean, where Ghana was creating yeah. the chance. In the 18 year box, when he first controlled the ball. Yeah. And if Joe, Joe will, will yeah. take us back. Yeah. I think he was he was even drifting away from the 18 year box. And I was like, ah, what, are, what is he doing? Yeah, because. Enter the box. No, Ashimeru had his back to go. Just, just look at that. So Ashimeru, that's actually a brilliant display. He had really? his back to go. He doesn't see what's there. Mm-hmm. He's been closed down by two men. Mm. Sets up. Gideon and a brilliant cross. Wow. We get a goal. Ashimaru was so important and I'm excited. Mm-hmm. He's a player that all of us, he was mentioning in the first staff, have you mentioned in a pre-match analysis, I've mentioned Ashimaru consistently and I've said, you don't play Madagascar at home and then play with your two defensive mm. DMs. Let, okay. me, let, let me take it like that. Mm-hmm. And second half, we did some good job. Okay, and, I'll yeah. come back to you. Coach Chris Houghton has been speaking on the performance of should I say the game changer? Okay, he was the game changer because the the, the, the head coach of the Mal- um, uh, Malagasy team has even admitted that Ashimeru, they couldn't contain Ghana's game changer in the shape of Ashimeru in the second 45 minutes. That is why they couldn't get a goal or they couldn't, you know, get something from the game. But this is what head coach of the Black Stars, Chris Wooten, had to say on the performance of Majid Ashimeru on the day the Babayara Sports Stadium. Majid, I won't say Majid is a successor, but Majid is, is a is a different type player. You know, but Thomas is a more of a technical player, more um, a creative player on the ball. Majid is more of a runner. But um, right at this moment, even coming into this squad, Majid has been out for 12, 13 weeks. He's been out injured. He's played in, I think, two and all together, I think he's played in about one and a half games, friendly games, second team games. So that was always the question, bringing him into the squad. We knew that um, that he was lacking match practice, um, but he's a player that I thought he was very good um, when he came on Angola away in, in a game that I, I thought had some good chances at the end and potentially we could have won. So we know about his abilities. Um, if I'm looking in that, that midfield area, it's we have good players. We have a lot of similar type players, I have to say with it, but they're good players and we're always, always in any position on the lookout for any player that's a little bit different that will give us something in, in a particular area of the squad. Hmm. So that was Black Stars head coach Chris Wooten speaking on the performance of Majid Ashmir. But why did he start with a double pivot anyway? Question, and um, uh, I'll give you the best answer that I can. Um, what I wanted from from our two, what you regard as defensive uh, midfield players, was not. This is technical talk. It's not to play in one line. 
is for Isali in particular, Samit, to play to play higher. The the difficulty always is is that you spoke about Majid in the second half uh, performance. Um, what I did say and explain to you is Majid's been out for almost almost 13 weeks. So what I did see is that um, in him is is that uh, coming into the squad that uh, I could see him more as an impact player than a player to start. Simply because, simply because he's been out for such a long time and we didn't know. You don't know at what level he's at. Although he's been training, he's been out from an injury. This is a player that's a high energy player. So what we wanted to do was, was the two sixes we had to play them different. And it wasn't a question of them playing square against each other. We always wanted them on different angles. And then of course you're relying, you're relying on the technical ability of, of players. And if we didn't move this ball um, quick enough, and we didn't get the ball into sometimes in the good enough areas. So you are right about the, the two sixes, but my intention was to play them in a little bit of a different way, knowing knowing that uh, Majid is somebody that could, could come on, as other players can, and, and make an impact. Right. So that was Black Stars head coach Chris Wooten speaking there. But what about Inaki Williams? The guy scored his first goal for the senior national team, the Black Stars of Ghana. Um, Inaki spoke to the media after scoring his first goal for Ghana. I'm very happy and uh, the team do everything to, to win the game. Uh, it's no easy job, but uh, I enjoy the game. I enjoy the atmosphere. Kuma City Police uh, very special and I'm so, so happy. Uh, when I come here, everybody told to me, thank you, uh, welcome, Aquaba, and uh, I'm very, very happy, you know, because uh, my grandpa said me, uh, you Ghana people need you, and I came here to, to do everything. Uh, this, this performance is so, so beautiful for me because my family is, the, is in, the, in the stadium and it's dedicated for, for him. The last minute when the, the game finished, I scored the goal and the three points is for, for Ghana. I'm so, so happy. Hmm. But what is his best position? The coach says he's a number nine, but Inaki says he's willing to play every position on the field of play. I prefer to, to play in every every position. You know? I like to play in 80 minutes. I, I play in my team with winger and, and now in Ghana I play with winger. I enjoy the games. I come here to help my my, my people, my, my teammates. And when I play, I'm happy and when I score goal, I'm very, very happy. But Enaki Williams admitted it hasn't been easy for him playing for the Black Stars of Ghana. Take a listen to the explanation he gave. Easy for me because uh, when I come here, uh, I'm professional, no, and I do everything. I'm training here. Uh, it's not easy, but uh, the pitch uh, is not easy for me, for the teammates, because I play in Europe. In Europe, the pitch is, is very good, but this is not an excuse for me. I am professional. Uh, I, I like to, to come here to help my, my teammates, uh, to help do everything, and I'm so happy. 
That was Black Stars for Inaki Williams speaking. The lastly on Inaki Williams, his coach Chris Wooten also spoke on the performance of Inaki Williams after the win against Madagascar yesterday. Inaki is a number nine. Inaki is a striker that at this particular moment that his club is playing in a different position. He's playing on the right. What Inaki is, is a, he's an incredibly good professional and I'm sure if I asked him to play in central midfield or right back, he would do it. He's a good professional. But Yaki is a number nine. This is this is this is his this is his strength. Um, but I think more importantly for him, he wants to play for the team. It, it, it has always been our responsibility to provide him with good service. And the goal that he scored today was an exceptional cross from um, Gideon. Mensa um, and Inyaki in the right place and I'm uh, always confident in him as if we provide good enough chances for him he will score he will always score goals so that was Black Sass head coach Chris Wooten speaking on the performance of the goal scorer Inaki Williams in there once again good morning to you Professor Javier Clemente uh, good morning Steve mm, no water can quench this fire uh -huh. shouting out to Kanjiman Songo yeah, so me, yeah, but you're fine. Yeah, me, but but, but me, prof, you just said you just said Chris Wooten. You know me. Yeah, you just said exactly. You just said Chris Wooten. Simbi Owa. You just said Chris Wooten. Simbi Owa. So you have to see it. Yesterday you were in commentary position. Yes. And you kept on lamenting, especially in the first forty-five minutes. And I think that was the impression almost every Ghanaian got in the first half. Even even before before the game yesterday. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you remember if you remember on Insha, I said it that. Yeah. The way we were we were set up for that game, based on the probable lineup we yeah, had. Yeah, the probable lineup we had, and, mm. and the lineup which came up later as, mm. as uh, the players were going to represent Ghana. Mm -hmm. I looked at the team and I I I, I said that we will have problems, mm. especially when if you look at our midfield, mm -hmm. because we have or we had because the match has already been played. We had two defensive midfielders in midfield: mm. Salita Samed and mm. Baba Idrisu. And when the game started. Everybody who watched the game mm -hmm. were attested to the fact that we struggled because we didn't have real structure in the way we played. There was there, there was no structure in the way we played. Really? Yes. But it was clear for two four. The structure on, was on, there. On, on paper, fine. Okay. But but on the field of play, you could realize or you could see that it we, was not we, we didn't have a balance. No okay. real structure in the way we were playing. Okay. Because Baba and Salis are purely defensive midfielders, and everybody flat. everybody knows that they are very flat. And Salis, for instance, in the, in the game sent the ball back more time than he sent the ball forward. Really? Yes. Because he didn't have options? No. The, the attackers were not no, but, running but, into channels? But, but, but Salis is not creative. I mean, let's admit it. Salis is not a creative midfielder. He's not creative. He's not like Thomas Party. Uh -huh. He's not like Ashimeru who came on later on in the second yeah. half. He's not a creative midfielder. Really? So if you have, if you lack creativity in your midfield, then midfield is the engine room of the, of the team. If you have if you lack creativity in your midfield, mm -hmm. then you are heading for disaster. Wow. So it was very obvious that we are not going to play very well because of the way we set up our midfield. Regardless of the fact that we had started with four attackers. And and you see, that's also that, that is also another problem. <laughs> that is also another problem that I saw. Midfield, two solid defending midfielders in mm -hmm. midfield. Mm -hmm. No real creativity in our midfield. Mm -hmm. But by this was very, very, very slow yesterday. Very, very, very slow. Mm -hmm. It was as if he was not even interested in the game. And I'll talk about the Black Stars, the, the, the performance of the Black Stars, and I'll, I'll, I'll just box it up with 
the attitude of the players, mm. the body language. Yeah, of the let's start from the goalkeeping department, the defense, the midfield. You do that. The, the body language of the players the in the first half. Yes, the attitude of the players. Hmm. Attitude of the players. It was as if there was nothing at stake in yesterday's game, especially in the first half. Yeah. They, they, they were so disinterested in the game. They were not passing very well. Professionals who played their trade with some of the best clubs that we have in Europe. Yeah. They couldn't even string two, three passes together in the first half. Maybe because the formation was not working. So you can't even pass a ball. If, when, when you are giving a, a ball, you can't even pass it because the formation is wrong. You can't even pass it. And that was what happened in the first half. Okay. <clears throat> Defensively, we, were, we, we struggled. Mm. Amati back from injury not fully recovered not 100 yeah. yeah. we played him because fine mm. because we have a lot of injury situations on our hands and mm. you and the other guys are injured mm. and uh, we we have to compromise with with uh, amati and mm. the other guy uh, Nicolas Nicolas Opoku. Opoku. Mm. on the, the laterals huh did you did you in the first half mm. was flat ali said my man was flat yesterday really yes in the first half you see we we he, they couldn't the two lateral defenders couldn't even overlap they couldn't overlap to hey. help with the attack they were so flat at the back that anytime they get a ball ali do for instance will pass the ball and they will pass the ball to no man's land or pass the ball and the ball will go uh go over the line for a goal kick or something like that mm. so so the way we're set up at the back in these situations, because of in these situations, we have to make do with some of the players that we have, or some players who, under normal circumstances, will not start for us, mm -hmm. started at the back for us. Then in midfield, flat in midfield. Also, have an issue with, with the forwards that we played. Yeah. It was as if we put all our forwards in a game mm. at, 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 at a go. At a go. All our forwards. So we had Jordan there, we have Inyaki Williams there, we had Antoine Semenyo there, then Kudus was also. Yeah. I don't know which role Kudus was playing, even in the first half. Few <laughs> Hovering around the three attackers. And we struggled. We struggled. So Antoine will be Antoine was supposed to be the lead striker. Mm. He will be leading the attack. And then at one instance you find him as the arrowhead. The next time you find him on the flanks. And Inaki, they was, and it, nothing worked for us in the first half. Mm. Nothing, nothing, nothing worked for us in the first half. I was wa I was wondering why why the coach you know chose to do that because look, Javier, I keep on saying that the last coach who have done that. You remember Roberto Mancini? Yeah. At that point, he had four strikers. So there were games he played all the four strikers, Edin Zeko, Balotelli, um, Sergio Aguero, Carlos Tevez. Because he had fluidity in the midfield. Bernardo Silva was, I'm sorry, what's his name? Um, the, the Spanish guy, the Spanish guy who used to play for Man City. David Silva. David Silva. Mm. I mean, yeah, to the, these guys were creative enough for, for the attackers. But you, you play all your attackers in one single match. You start them with no creativity from the midfield. No. That was really, really no. wrong. So, so you see, because they were not putting pressure on the Madagascar, their defense, <laughs> because because they were completely out of sorts in the mm -hmm. first four five minutes of the game. No real pressure on the Madagascans, especially in their midfield and defense. Mm -hmm. We were under constant pressure because we were not pressurizing them. Mm. You, you, you get me? We, yeah. we were not pressurizing them. Exactly. We were rather under pressure under, because under pressure. because from the midfield to the forwards, there was no real cohesion. Mm. There was in, no real cohesion. In commentary position, you said. The, the Malagasis are playing like they are the home team. Yes. <laughs> there was no real cohesion. You see, that transition, that, 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 those passes that you expect to come from midfield to those who are supposed to be the forwards, hmm. there was nothing like that. So, we, we, we lost about six players. Huh? Because of the structure, we lost about six players. Six out of the 11 players, we lost mm -hmm. them during the course of the game. 
So we're under pressure. They get the ball. They, 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 the Madagascar, look at the way they build up. They, 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 they will take their time, build up, look for spaces, pass the ball. And when they are building up, nobody even presses them. Hmm. They were not pressed. They were allowed to play the way they wanted to play. You mentioned a match starts after the first 45 minutes. Yes. They had 57% yes. in terms of possession. I think, I think it should have been more than... A game that Ghana has started with four attackers. It should have been, it should have been the opponent played 57% possession. Yeah, because, because, we do, we do, Why? because we were not pressing them. We were not pressing them. We, we were... Like I said, we were, it, it was as if we were not interested in the game the first forty-five minutes. Bystanders. The players were not. And look at their body language. I, I don't know if Dua can help us with yeah, that. Yeah, with the videos. When the referee whistled for the end of the first forty-five minutes, mm. the Madagascans rushed quickly to their dressing room. Really? Yes. The blasters. It took them about over a minute for them to. They were just walking around leisurely, chatting, and then they slow. They just walked into the dressing room. Wow. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So in the first half of the game, I said that for us to be able to break them, we need some flag players, some players who are very creative. Okay. Let's bring some creativity to our team. And I looked at the bench and I saw a lot of them sitting on the bench. In Majida Shimeru. Ashimeru. And Osman Bukhari. Osman Bukhari. Joseph Pencil. Nyama. Yeah, Nyama. Yes. Yeah. All the guys, they were there. They were sitting on the bench. And Chris Whitting <laughs> and Masu Didi Daman and George Vati were just standing there, clueless. Maybe, no, they knew what they were doing. He, he wanted to unleash them at the right time. Have you? He, they knew what they were definitely they knew what they were doing. And you see, Chris Wooten explained why he decided to start with a double pivot. He made it clear that look, the Majid Ashimeri guy we are talking about this season, he has not been regular at his club side because of injuries. Obviously, you don't expect him to start the game. Has, has Amati been regular? This guy, what, what he's a confused guy. Chris Wooten is confused. Amati has been regular. But he played him, didn't he play Amate? No, because maybe his position, we don't have a lot of options. Oh, but when, when Amate picked up the injury, another person came. Kim, yeah. Kasim Kim? Yeah. Has Amate been regular for, for, for his team? Has he been regular? Kasim himself has not been regular. I know, so, so what is his point? I mean, sometimes when people attend some of these post-part press comments, allowed coaches to make comments like that and go But what, what, what can you do if you are there? What can you do? You have asked the coach the question. He has given you the answer. What are you going to do next? So if I'm not satisfied with the answer, I'll tell you that. No, the you, answer have, you, you, you can only ask one question. That's what they do. That's why I don't even want to attend some of these things. Because <laughs> when you go there, they will be make you more angry. So, so you see, and 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 after the game, mm -hmm. I told you that we 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 nearly lost the game mm -hmm. because because of one or two technical issues that we had. Hold on for me. Your good friend is on the telephone. We'll speak to him, Doctor Asafaji. Doc, good morning. Good morning, Steve. Doc, I hope you're fine. Um, fine because we won, but not fine because of the pain we had to go through. Doc. We, didn't deserve, we didn't deserve that one bit. Hey, Doc. Yeah, Steve. I mean, Ghana playing Madagascar. And look at the pain you have to go through. And you, listen to the commentary just funny. I, I was even... I felt sad for Fifi. She was so emotional that he couldn't even mention what the players were doing. He went like, Nyama, Nyama, to Gideon, Gideon, Shimeru, to then go. He couldn't be mentioned. He was so emotional. He has lost his voice. Hmm. See, see, I hope you've recovered. Oh, yeah, don't fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a sad. Sometimes it's a sad when you watch Ghana play this way. You don't, you, and I agree entirely with what my brother here has been saying. Mm -hmm. I don't know. See, I don't know whether it was on this network or other networks. The moment Kisitin um, took over, his first game, I realized this man doesn't know the players. Hey. So I advise 
then you should be giving all the tips for our Blaster games right from probably 2015 or 2017. Watch it down carefully and watch all these games 90 minutes one after the other to the very last game, to the last World Cup game. Because this excuse that he gave to he gave he gave concerning Ashimero is untenable. Hmm. If you know the boy, if, or if you knew the boy, with him, he wasn't was going to make the comment he made. This is a very forceful player. The very first day he wore the kind of Giuseppe, and then supporter fell in love with him because of his ability to possess the ball. And so many panelists are listening to, including yourself, prior to the game, we all mentioned this, this, this boy must start this game. Hmm. They give us the excuse that he's not been playing. And uh, have you uh, rightly replied him? <laughs> So that's no excuse. Just that I didn't know the boy. And even that suspicion, I argue back to differ. See, between the two players who were playing the match for yesterday, mm-hmm. who should have been suspicious? Abu Samed or Baba Idrisu? That's a difficult question. You know why? No, tactically, if you watch the game carefully, the first half, all our struggles, who can be suspicious? But very difficult for all his problems was as they trying to come be be the receiver, come to see the ball and play forward. Samed was always passing backwards and sideways. Mm. And this is an issue I've had with him, and I made this comment several times and nobody has spoken to me about it. He needs to improve his ball progression. He needs to. See, in his class he has he has other players to do that for him. But when you're in a black section that we are not progressing the ball well. You need to receive ball at half tens. Anytime he receives the ball, his first thought is to give this ball back to the central defenders. You go and watch the game again. See, take your time carefully and watch the game. Okay. Every time he receives the ball from them, instead of just seeing the ball at half ten, ten and face and move forward, he receives the ball and give the ball back to them. So the ball never progresses. And the worst culprit of this was my own man. Ali do. Ali say do. He said I was shouting at this boy. Mm. It got to a point even um, um, our assistant coach. George Bart or Didi Dramani? No, Didi Dramani was just to move, move. The ball comes to you. You're a fullback. A fullback is one of the one of the key progressions of a team that plays on the wing. You see how Zinchenko and how uh, Ben White play for us now. Mm. Or how Trent Alexander play for uh, Kai, Liverpool. Kai, Kai you have to progress the ball. The ball comes to you and first instinct is to turn back and give it back to the central defenders. You don't have to play football. So I wasn't surprised he was taking off. But let me go back to uh, Let me start from the whole team and the lineups and all the, all the issues you're having with the lineup mm-hmm. and the formation and the tactics we're playing. See, generally, Ghana, I think we are a, a, a giant who is who is. I mean, on the downward slope, but he's not aware and so pleased like he's on top of his game. Wow. It, yesterday, watching Ghana was like watching uh, Muhammad Ali against Lai Holmes when Ali was on the decline. Mm-hmm. And the same Lai Holmes being taken apart by Mike Tyson. And when Tyson also, Buster Douglas was also taking Tyson out, you get the same feeling that this is a great boxer who is now winning. And a younger boxer is taking, taking, taking him apart, and that's how Madagascar, the Madagascar were doing to us. We we were slow, sluggish, ponderous, and highly, highly predictable. Hmm. 
and can only play that slow and be ponderous when you have a team with quality individuals who can do specific things on the ball. When your team is on a decline, you have to use other means. Football is a team team game. That's right. You have to use other means, combinations, position, positional play, movement, some other things to to compensate for the lack of quality that you have. Nobody can tell that the Madagascar, the, the players, one by one, were, were more quality than the Black Stars yesterday. Definitely no. But they were making that up with good movement, quick interplay, quick transitions, and they found this wanting every moment they attacked. Now let me go back to the formation. Okay. Don't. It's become a debate. On paper, I'm glad it's said 4-2-4. You to play 4 2 on it. So that's why trying to play 4 2 3 one 4-2-3-1 with this, these attackers? Yes, was, that's why he was trying to play. If you look at the way he arranged them at the beginning of the game, it was Kudus also to play behind um, Antoine Semenyo. Yeah. Then, because we're clamoring that uh, Inaki in is, is a winger, he will play on the right, and he, play, uh, he played... Uh, uh, Jordan. Jordan on the left. That was, that was, that was the shape he started with. And 4-2-3-1. Hmm. But because there was a huge gap between the two defensive players that nobody told him to play, and Kudus. Kudus eventually joined the front three, and there was a huge gap between us. So there was no coordination at all between hmm. our three midfielders. And the whole team collapsed. Anybody who's listened to me over the years, football is based on your midfield. See, if your midfield doesn't work, your team will not work, your defense will not work, your attack will not work. Very, very true, Doc. So if, if you are a good coach, the first that you start with to make sure your team will work is the midfield. Clear rules. Define clearly defined rules for the midfielders so they know what they are doing. They know the ball progression. After our last two games against um, um, G- uh, USA and Mexico, I had to call a coach friend to explain to me, although I've watched it for a long time, still needed a, co- a coach's view. So I had this coach friend in the UK. I called him. So what do you, what do you think, why do you think we can't progress the ball? And the drills that you need to do for ball progress, the drills, would that drill take like a month? The coach said, no, you can do that within a week. Hmm. So there was no excuse for me for proceeding anymore. I couldn't, I couldn't excuse me anymore. Then you can do these drills. If, if, if I literally said you get the ball, your options are either play a pass with the, the winger in front of you, in that case, Inaki, or Somebody will come and join you. One of the missions is going to join you. Form a triangle there. We see the thing in the in the league game that we watch every weekend. It comes to blast like they've not played football before. Go and watch the game again and see how many passes Alidu gave to uh, Inaki. Somebody are supposed to play with on that wing. How many passes he gave to him? The team was completely confused. Maybe, Doc, on Disjointed. Ali, Ali said, maybe he didn't have the attribute to do that. He didn't have the quality to do that. Oh, simple pass. Have you mentioned something? Anytime he tried a long pass, simple long pass for, to, to locate an attacker, he went wayward. He did it about four or five times in the first half. Mm. Four of when he was redone at that time, I would have redone around 20 minutes. <laughs> no, it was, it, was, it was so sad to watch these players Play like they don't understand football. It was amazing. I 